0: This program is brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu. My name is Bob Zelnick at McDermott, Will & Emery in Washington, D.C. I'm a partner in our firm's intellectual property department with a specialized practice in the area of trademark law branding, copyrights, and other aspects of intellectual property. There are many advantages for brand owners who are now using and expanding their use of social media, and by that I mean sites like Twitter and Tumblr and Dig and Facebook, LinkedIn, lots of others that seem to come along all the time. What I think brand owners are recognizing is that these various forms of social media provide a really extraordinary opportunity for consumers to interact with their brands on a more personal level. And as opposed to traditional advertising that was more focused on pushing a brand out into the consumer marketplace and having people recognize that brand either on billboards or in print media, television, and so on, the social media sites really do attract consumers who want to see what's going on with the brand today and want to see what the latest experiences are. They can post photos of their own interactions with the brand. They can communicate with others in the social media community about things they like or you know, sometimes things they don't like about the brand. But at the end of the day, all of this exposure and interaction really does build brand awareness, brand image, and ultimately brand equity, which is very important to a trademark owner. I would say that certainly there are risks or potential risks that need to be managed by the brand owners. And what that really boils down to is if you're going to have a presence in social media, I certainly recommend that at least all the consumer-facing brands should. Then you, you simply need to do it the right way. And what we normally counsel clients in that regard is to take a multidisciplinary approach to social media marketing, and that includes having people from marketing, communications, legal, and if necessary, from time to time crisis communications involved in a team that will help plan the brand exposure on social media and then bring the brand to the social media. I think that it's important to avoid trying to game the system with things like sock puppets or flogs or other misleading or dishonest content, and by that I mean At times, some people have put up reviews that were actually coming from inside a company or inside a business and were meant to look like they were coming from outside the business or a fake blog about a child's Christmas wish list that really was not coming from a child or anyone other than the brand owner or someone trying to exploit the brand. So I think you want to be honest with your audience You want to avoid objectionable and abusive content, find ways to handle that, and ultimately manage the expectations for customer service and public commentary on breaking news. Sometimes with a significant role in social media, people expect an immediate announcement about an issue or piece of news or an immediate response to a customer service issue, and sometimes that's just not practical. We see that issue with companies where they either have a brand or even in some cases their own name that's been taken as a twitter.com forward slash extension or also with celebrities or famous people. I think there was a pretty well-known case some time back about Tony LaRusso, the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals, who was complaining that someone was impersonating him. The other day I saw something about a Justin Bieber site that was actually... By a person named Justin Bieber who was living a pretty ordinary life in a pretty regular city and wasn't pretending to be the famous Justin Bieber. So, what we do about those depends on whether the person who's squatting has actually intended to impersonate another or if they're simply using what is actually their name in a way that isn't causing confusion. At the end of the day, most of the social media sites, if not all of them, have a squatter policy, which typically provides a mechanism to report misuse and an opportunity to respond, and after that, many of the misuses will drop off. If not, then we as lawyers look at whether there are other indications of whether the use is legitimate, such as is there a financial gain here, are people actually being misled, are there disclaimers saying that this is not the official website of so-and-so, or this is a fan account, or we are not affiliated with a famous name or a famous person, So we look at all those different kinds of things. The other thing, I think, from a prevention standpoint that businesses and consumers can do is to apply for a verified account, which many of the social media sites now offer. It is what it sounds like. You essentially apply for a verified status, and then the social media site will gather certain information about you, check with certain users in your social media community, and do what they can to verify that it is actually the quote-unquote official site for a brand or for a celebrity it's very important as it always is with brand building that a brand be well thought out and that if you plan for i think you have to listen to your customers figure out what they want and then deliver that as i said earlier in an honest and respectful way to your audience but in addition to that i think it's important to register your trademarks where they're important it's a cost-benefit analysis but certainly that's valuable the squatting policies I mentioned earlier are sometimes only enforced with regard to registered trademarks and not to unregistered trademarks. So it can be very important if you want to exercise those sorts of policies that you have a registered mark. Beyond that, I would say acquire the vanity URLs and other usernames as soon as you think you might want to use them. Certainly earlier is better. There was quite a land grab, for example, when Facebook announced that they would be offering vanity URLs. I think brand owners and those in the public eye want to get the names they want as early as possible. And then I think brand owners and others need to monitor the use on social media. They need to be aware of what people are saying about them, follow the blogs, take action against misuse, and try to take some control over the tone and content of what's being said on social media. At the end of the day, I think it can be a very useful and and today really necessary tool to communicate about the brand and help a brand owner build a brand. This preceding program was brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu.